Robin, and we're back. Hello. Hey, y'all. What's up? This is Here on the Edges, a Beyonce yeah. podcast where we just sit up here and we talk about Beyonce for 20 to 30 minutes. Uh, last week, we got a little uh, too excited, and so then we had to do a two-part episode. So if you didn't listen to the second part, make sure that you go back and listen uh, to Beyonce's Not Gonna See Your Six-Inch Heels because um, we give you lots and lots of tour advice but this week uh, I think we have lots and lots of good stuff for you we do are you ready to jump into it friend no not really because uh, why? Um, you told me you're gonna mess me up with this lyric I'm not ready oh oh I'm ready I'm okay. ready are you ready? I'm that's great I'm not but go ahead <laughs> okay all right the lyric is I'm ready to go, ready to blow like Grammy night in the back of that limousine, Billy Bob and Angeline. No. What does no mean? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm really mad at you because I don't know what this is. Okay. Throw that back again. Throw that back. Okay. The lyric is. I'm ready to go, ready to blow like Grammy night in the back of that limousine, Billy Bob and Angeline. You're a sicko. Okay. So can I take a, can I ask a question? Yes, you can. Is this a collab or is this a Beyonce original? It's a collab. Ooh. Okay. I was going to say that line doesn't sound like anything that I remember. I will give you this. It was also a, mm, it was kind of like Beyonce was giving us a glimpse into what was going to be coming. Uh, Once Beyonce hit, she was kind of inching into the little ratchet side a little bit. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm giving you. Mm. Okay. All right. So. To collab. You said it's before. Okay. This is before self-titled. All right, you fucked me up. I don't know. Go ahead and tell me. I don't have any fight in me. So what is it? Wow. You sicko. Wow. This is sicko. This is great. Uh, No, it's not. (laughs) Is the dreams turned? Beyonce has the very first verse on there. She gets very ratchet and clearly from this line, very nasty. Uh, And I feel great. I feel wonderful. Well, that's one of us. Thanks. (laughs) So much. (laughs) I am taking that. Am I the first person to take a card here? You are actually. Success. Yes. Yes. Reigning champion (sighs) of this podcast. Sorry, friend. I'm very proud. Okay. No. So there's no Beyonce in the news this week because um, nothing's really happening. Uh, Most of the stories were like, why wasn't Beyonce and Jay-Z at the VMAs? Because why would they be? Um, Yeah, why? why? (laughs) (laughs) And then I also saw a story about what Beyonce requires in her rider. 
well, what Beyonce and Jay Z require in their writer for tour. It was very mm-hmm. interesting. Um, what were some of the things? Can you remember some of the things that you saw? Yes, if the twins and the babies are there, um, the twins and the babies. If the twins and Blue are there, then they require gold cribs for the twins. Oh, gold. <laughs> Oh, wow. Like gold. Um, They also require their dressing rooms to be two different temperatures. I believe Beyonce sits at like a 78 or it could have been 76. Uh, Jay-Z likes it to be at a 71. Um, Oh, oh, and also apparently they have four nannies. Four. Four. And there must be room for all four of the nannies if the babies are there. Oh, wow. What do you need four nannies for? <laughs> I was just going to say, so one for each of the kids, all right? Okay. But where's the other one going? Maybe one is responsible for when Blue is out, like, in the crowd and watching, and the other one is responsible for, like, standing in the hallway and waiting for Blue to come back and, like, I was yes. her. I like that. I was just going to say maybe Blue has two, and then the twins have one each. That makes sense. <sighs> I would love to be rich. I just, just, a, just a <laughs> bit, just a bit of the wealth. I would love to have it. No, but really, like, I feel like it's great. Actually, can we segue for a quick second? Um, if you had a rider, what would you put on your rider? I would really like to know. Oh, wow. What would I put on my rider? Martinelli's uh, sparkling apple cider. Mm. And it must be already cold. Um, champagne. For if I'm feeling like I just want to get a little oozy, just a little mm-hmm. bit, I will require the room to be at 76 degrees because I just feel like that's a good that's a good degrees to be at. But I would also like a blanket just in case it's too cold. I like that. What about you? So um, I too would like champagne. Um, I would like it to be chilled um i would also like for the champagne to be brought to me like you know when you go to the club and you get bottle service yeah and they put the champ i want it to be brought to me in one of those tubs but i want the ice cubes to have rose petals frozen within them um, okay i thought you were gonna say that they needed to be shaped like rose petals that's and- actually good too no someone can carve them <laughs> and i'll be fine with that no. Um, <laughs> I would also love some lobster mashed potatoes, some lobster mac and cheese, lobster rolls. Bring on the lobster because that's my thing. I love lobster. Anything lobster related, slap it my way. And sparkling water. Lots of sparkling water. Oh, sparkling. Okay. All right. Well, this yes, is ma'am. the writer. Friend, oh <laughs> my God. Do you know what I just realized? What I forgot to do? I forgot what? to do the freaking welcome. We didn't welcome anybody into the podcast. <laughs> we sure did, and we just let them come in. We opened the door and said, come on, the door's unlocked. So just come on in. Sometimes the choir just starts before the welcome, you know? Everything just gets a little too hype. So, you know, what? we're just going to stop. We're just going to do the welcome now. Just in uh-huh. the middle of the podcast, we're going to do the welcome now. So, Beyonce, ma'am, hello. I'm so sorry if you are actually <laughs> listening to this podcast. I'm so sorry that I forgot to welcome you here. Hello to you and those babies and those 24 karat gold cribs. 
uh, yes. and Blue and Jay. Um, welcome to the Beehive. Welcome to the casual Beyonce fan. Welcome to everybody who is currently getting their lives uh, to On the Run 2. So jealous. Cannot wait for next week when it's finally my turn. Oh my gosh, you're going next week? I am. <gasps> and uh, not oh welcome to anyone who voted for Havana over Ape Shit for Video of the Year because that mm. doesn't make any sense. So, uh, this this episode, we're talking about um, dark moments and fandom. Yeah. Uh, so listen, all right. <laughs> we have not always been perfect. Our fave has not always been perfect. And and let me just take a pause right there because mm, I feel like over the past year, a lot of a lot of fandoms have been going through uh things because their fave has really messed up. Uh, my apologies to all the barbs who uh currently just have to. Uh, I think as Lucky put it the other day, sit there and eat their rice. Um, I'm sorry for that. Uh, luckily, Beyonce doesn't put us through that. No, she doesn't. Uh, she does not put us through any real deep, dark times, and that's because Beyonce doesn't talk to us. I say this often. I've probably said it on this podcast, but Beyonce does not talk to us, and I actually kind of like that because then I never know if she has any horrible opinions. Right. And I don't have it's to better that way. Yes, I don't have to ever sit there and just eat my rice. Uh, well, I have had to, but it actually compared to what some of these other girls have to go through, mm. not that bad. Not that bad. So, friend, I know, I know you're terrified of this episode. I'm a little terrified of this episode. Uh, clearly, we have a whole Beyonce podcast, so we love and adore Beyonce. Mm-hmm. But we have all had one moment where we had to just sit there and eat our food. Mm. Marisha, don't. <laughs> Marisha, what is a yes. moment where, as a stand, you had to just be quiet and just kind of let it blow over? What was okay. that moment for you? So I have two. Okay. Um, one that you know of, you were there for, and I just failed to, I just failed at life at that time. I was not in a good space. In I would my life. just like to point out, um, friend, that we do have two segments to this show one where you were a bad stand, and one where our fave did something that was maybe just like, mm. oh, okay, then I'll save mine. I'll save my second one for that, that okay. next portion. Okay. Okay. So, this was in high school. This was when um, one of the girls that I personally don't like to speak of because she gets on my everlasting nerves. She always, she always has. Never been into her. Um, a woman by the name of Taylor Swift. Oh. Um, yeah. So, just to, to backtrack a little bit, I went to... Um, a private school. Um, I was around the same kids literally from seventh grade up until graduation. Mm. And I was one of the only two black girls in my entire grade. Oh, ouch. 
Okay. Yeah. So there was a lot going on. Um, I remember this particular incident. It was when Kanye West took his black ass on that VMA stage and took that mic away from that girl and said, Beyonce, this is Beyonce's VMA. <laughs> and I remember that being the Sunday, and I was like, all right, I'm going to go to sleep, hopefully tomorrow morning. No one was talking about this. Uh, <laughs> Go to school. Everybody's talking about it. Now, I'm over here trying to mind my business because, A, I didn't really, I wasn't really, like, popping in school. I just, I was just there. Um, and I didn't speak up when I needed to most of the time. And that was one of those situations where I was a bad fan. Um, all of these girls were saying how Taylor Swift was a better musician than Beyonce. She was more talented than Beyonce. What a lie. She, yeah, the lies. Like, I don't get it. Um, what else were they saying? They were just spewing lies. And I didn't say anything to defend my faith. And at that moment, I knew I was wrong. Because I should have stepped up and said, actually, she did deserve that. But I felt like that wasn't the time because it was literally like 50 against one. So I kept my black ass mouth shut. Okay. Well, friend, let me just say you have skipped to the second part of the question. But let's just go ahead and stick there because we can wait. Just... No, wait. We, we, <sighs> okay. We, All can, right. we can talk about okay. this um, because this happened again for you um as you mentioned earlier i i was there so why don't you just go ahead and tell the people um Mm. about the time that you are a really bad stand can we not and say that you have to you have to let the people know can we um okay all right so we were living in new york ellen and i and i was living with a roommate um and at the time she had hbo and this was when um I believe was it Mrs. Carter World Tour? That no, which concert was airing live? Ellen? I, I can't like remember. It was on the run. Was it on the run? Yeah, I was definitely on the run. Oh yeah, my timeline's been mixed up. I'm sorry. I remember she had HBO. I said, "Hey, you want to come over?" Because uh, she has HBO. We need to watch that. So, Ellen ended up coming over. We watched on the run. And my roommate happens to walk in and she's talking and we're just having pleasant conversation. And Ellen remembers the exact quote. I don't remember the exact quote, but I remember her saying something along the lines of Wiz Khalifa is a better performer than Beyonce. And I sat there. Not only did I sit there and not defend Beyonce, but I said, yeah. You agreed, my nigga. I agree. You agree. That was the worst mistake because I knew it wasn't true. So I remember her. We She came in. She was watching for a little bit with us. And then she goes, I don't get it. And in my mind, I went, here we go. <laughs> I just I, I just don't understand. I just don't think that she's that great of a performer. Like, I think that Wiz Khalifa is a better performer. I think he's like the best performer in the world. Wouldn't you say so, Marisha? And Marisha goes, mm-hmm. What? 
I didn't, I didn't I know. That was the time for me to speak up because she asked me and I, I froze. I did not, I did not stand up for Beyonce. I, I remember when Marisha said, mm-hmm. Like, it was almost, it was like comical. It was like TV because I whipped my head over <laughs> and I just stared at her wide-eyed. Like, excuse me? You disagree? Wiz Khalifa, ma'am? Wiz Khalifa. Where's the Khalifa, I guess. Um, mind y'all, this was four years ago, and she never lets me live this down. No, I try to Which, remind her at and, least twice a year. <laughs> you shouldn't let me live this down, though, in all honesty, because, wow. like, I deserve that. No. Bring it up whenever. No. No. There's a twice a year. You will continue to get these reminders uh, until the end of time. Because what? Wiz Khalifa is a better... That just doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. And I knew it didn't make sense. I knew. Like, I knew. And you and... said... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, since we are on our bad moments uh, stands, uh, I will go ahead and, and tell mine. So... Okay. Uh, this bad moment as a stand though also gives me insight to others. Uh, mm. I am not a festival girl. I have been to one festival and I swear that I would never go to a festival again. Um, my first and last festival uh, was the Made in America tour or festival. I went because of Beyonce. There was no other, I mean, there were some few people that, that Ooh, there were some few, there were a few people that were there, J. Cole, Big Sean that I really wanted to see. But my main the main reason I was there was for Beyonce. So we get to the show, we get there in the afternoon. Um, we like immediately buzz line for the stage where Beyonce's going to be. Uh and we got there pretty early. I wanna say we were there at like three o'clock. Uh, is what we got there. And Beyonce didn't come on until like 9, 10, 11. Oh, producer Larry just said 11 o'clock. So she came on at 11 o'clock. We got there at like 3 o'clock. So we stood there, watched Meek Mill, a whole bunch of other bands that we didn't really want to see. And just kind of like as people left after sets were over, made our way like closer and closer. Until we got to like a pretty, a pretty good, well, a pretty good spot, but it was like a spot where you could tell that nobody, everybody else was also doing the same thing, so nobody else was going to be moving. So we're standing there, the day's going on, it's finally getting closer to Beyonce, and around this time, this girl like comes to the crowd and she starts asking people if they were like okay and if they needed water. Uh, what she was doing was trying to fake care about people so that she could, like, m- maneuver her way to the front. Uh, but we quickly caught game of what she was doing. So there were these two girls that were in front of us. They turned to us, and they were like, basically, y'all see that, right? And we were like, yeah. So she gets to, like, in front of us, and she asked the person, like, are you okay? Do you need water? And the girl that was in front of us who was like, y'all peep that, right? grabs this girl by her neck like literally (laughs) takes her neck like she took her neck was in the crook of her elbow 
and swings her backwards (laughs) right now clearly fighting words would not be the right word this is this is this is clearly like a way for this girl to get punched in the face like but obviously you know that this girl is also about this life because who the heck grabs somebody by their neck and swings them backward unless you know how to fight right you just don't so the girl was like whoa you didn't like you didn't really have to do that or whatever so now she's standing in front of me and uh my now husband my then boyfriend at the time goes hey man you need to move over because we've been standing here all day my girl really wants to see Beyonce like you need to move she turns and she starts arguing with Larry producer Larry by the way (laughs) she starts arguing with Larry so her and Larry are arguing back and forth and and Larry and I whenever whenever we get in arguments we kind of let each other do our thing for a while until like it starts to get a little too far then we'll cut in so they're arguing and then all of a sudden she like pushes Larry as she's talking to him and Uh -uh. I'm thrown because like homegirl in front of us just took your neck in the crook of her elbow and threw you back. If you were going to be fighting somebody, it should have been that girl. So now she's put her hands on Larry. So now it's my turn. So now I'm in her face and now we're arguing. And this is where like the real bad standum comes in. So there's like, it's almost like a devil and an angel on my shoulder. Angel is like, we've been here all day to see Beyonce you know what, just just let it go. Let this girl go so that you can enjoy Beyonce. Mm-hmm. The devil is like, nah, fuck Beyonce, whoop that bitch's ass. Like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's do this right now. She's gonna put her hands on Larry. Like, let's go. And they're just like arguing back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And it's starting to get to the point where honestly, I could not hear. I was starting not to be able to hear Beyonce. <laughs> I was really about to put my hand on a girl's face. And I think Larry was able to tell that. Uh, so that's when he like put his hand around my waist and then just like moved me out the way. Uh, and that's when, you know, I could fully hear the angel again. You know, like we came here to see Beyonce. Just focus on the stage. It's all good in the neighborhood. So by the time Beyonce came out, I'm exhausted. Okay, uh, we've been standing there at this point for seven, eight hours. Um, I have almost fought a girl, which I have not done in a very long time. Uh, I'm tired, and I also haven't really eaten or really drinking anything. Um, so by the time Beyonce hit, I know definitely by the time that she hit the middle of the set, I was done. Like I could totally understand all of those when I was watching that Coachella set and I saw all of the tweets like, why isn't the crowd hype enough? I was like, probably because they've been standing there all day and they probably try not to fight like eight different Hello. people. And just their energy is drained. And I remember at one point, I don't remember what song Beyonce was doing, but she asked for energy from the crowd and we had none to give her. Like <laughs> it was so week and she was like I know y'all could give me more than that and I remember literally saying I can't (laughs) no sis I'm already here 
I can't do it. There's nothing else I can do. And I know last episode I mentioned that I had a worse experience than uh, those floor seats in Miami. And this one was definitely it. Just by the time I've never been relieved for Beyonce to finish a show. I've always wanted more or with that could rewind, rewind time to be like seeing more. But that time I was just like, sis, can we wrap this up because I'm tired and I want to go home. So <laughs> that was um that was my worst moment as a stan. But you know what? In your defense, friend, she tried it. Like that was all her fault. Like not she Beyonce's. got that upon herself. So if you would have swung, then I mean Oh, you mean she that girl. It. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That was her fault. It wasn't Beyonce's fault. That was definitely her fault. But you know, it's just, you know, a Beehive member is just supposed to keep it strong and, mm-hmm. and keep focused on the goal. And I did not that day. So I I accept my my bad standhood there. It's okay, friend. Okay. Please so forget. going back to our first question. Oh, the moment as a stand that you had to be quiet and just take it. <sighs> friend, for me, a dark time. A dark time in my life was those bangs. Do you remember when Beyonce had those bangs? They were <laughs> they were real short. How could I forget? And the thing is, <laughs> everybody knows I love you. I'm very clear about my love. Everybody, everybody at my current work job knows that I love Beyonce. Everywhere I go, I talk about Beyonce. So uh when she debuted those bangs everybody was on my wall uh texting me (laughs) in my mentions like have you seen your good sis have you seen these bangs what do you have to say about these bangs and she kept them feel like what i felt like was too long it could have only been a couple of days but it was way too many pictures that were just showing up in all these kind of places and I that was a moment as a stand where I just had to be quiet and just be like yeah my fave is uh my fave is messing up right now she is she's not doing the best she can do listen I feel like those those bangs are forever like that's a, a scar that's a blemish in in at the beehive will always like remember but we try so hard to forget like we try but we just we can't escape it i can't i i and you know (laughs) there are you would now that you say that there are so many beyonce looks that i have loved and that i have liked but those bangs just stick out because it was just like that one time where you were like beyonce what are you doing (laughs) yes like wyd sis why why are these bangs here why are they this short why are they uneven? Right. And, like, she's had bangs before. So, like, <laughs> these bangs. <laughs> that's, that's a dark time. Just so many messages like, <sighs> hey, did you see this? And I had to be like, yes, I see this. At this time, I am uh, not commenting. Um, I would like you to respect my privacy. 
at this time as I deal with these bangs. And I remember as soon as, like, the paparazzi, and I remember the exact picture of what it was. As soon as the paparazzi had a picture of her and she didn't have those bangs, I remember posting it on Facebook and being like, here! <laughs> she doesn't have them anymore. Leave me alone. She's back to being her. Best that she could be. That was hard. Uh, that was, I think that was the worst moment in Stanhood for me. Uh, from the Beyonce side. What or do you have a moment um besides the bangs that was the worst for you? <laughs> Um, so mine is something that we all try to forget. Um, remember when I said spell on that stage? Oh, in Orlando? Yes, girl. In Orlando at that. Yeah. I'm from that, Orlando, you guys, if you didn't, if you didn't know. That's a time that I really tried to erase because people were not letting her live that down. Like, they were not letting her live that shit down. And it was just really difficult <laughs> because we all know Beyonce's a badass performer. She doesn't miss a beat. Like, she's on point with everything that she does, every move that she makes. And for her to just tumble down like that. Here's the thing. Here's the thing for me, though. For me, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily blame sis for tumbling down. That wasn't her fault. She got it really wasn't. And she like did the rest of the performance flawlessly. The thing that gets me is like after the song was over, when she was like, Don't share that. B <laughs> what? Nigga shared it. I don't understand why she thought that we they wouldn't. I don't know. And she didn't come back to Orlando for a while. This this tour actually she really was the first time she came back to Orlando and everybody was like, Thank you, sis. We are so sorry. We won't do it again. Like we literally. Swear. Our good sis will go to Jacksonville and she'll skip Orlando and go right down to mm-hmm. Miami. Like she's not not doing it. But hey, she is coming to Orlando next week, which is a plus. Yes. So we gotta get out of here. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. If you want to keep up with Here Are My Edges, make sure that you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Here Are My Edges. And I guess we will see you guys in two weeks. And I will have, you know, just been in my happiest place. Yes, Ellen will have experience on the run too. So I'm excited to to hear from her after that. All right, friend. Well, we are out of here. Make sure you guys follow us on all things. Make sure you subscribe and rate to the podcast. And we'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye. Bye. All right. You know what I should have added? What? Don't go out here blaming Rumi and Surfy album sales. You know what? Because she uh, she knows better. She absolutely knows better. Don't she, you dare. She was a hobble on Queen Radio talking about, I moved my album because uh, Beyonce and Jay wanted to drop it out. Shut up. Shut, Shut your ass up. up. Don't bring us into this, bitch. Nothing else.
<laughs> and I already talked about Stormy, a baby. A fucking baby. 